we thought we had it figured out and we said, okay, we're ready for a kid. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we've done all the planning. We, we actually went to our doctor first and we're like, okay, we're planning to have a family. And she was surprised. She's like, oh, wow. Okay. Remember she was surprised and she was like, proud no, of us. I don't remember that. I like it when a doctor is proud of you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> More like, oh, finally, you guys are, like, damn old. Jess is, like, already hitting yep. geriatric pregnancy. No, yeah. I was, I was like, 29. <laughs> I didn't get that vibe. Hi, everybody. Hi. I can't believe we're starting. It's funny, because when you hit the record button, you're like, ah. Like that. <laughs> you freaked <Hey>, out. <laughs> Okay, I should face you, huh? Yes. Okay. I'm currently holding the mic stand up against my body because it's uh, 9 o'clock, 9.16 p.m. right now on a Friday. Which is late for, for us. Yes. So, hi, everybody. I'm Jess. Hi, Jess. Who are you? Oh, I'm Nelson. Hi, Nelson. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet <laughs> you. Is this how we're starting? Yes. So um, Hold on. Everything's working. Oh, my God. It's true because we've what done what three other episodes, and actually no, technically we've done four episodes. But they're shit. Not just that, but we've actually done a really. The last one we did was really good, remember? And we weren't like it wasn't recording. Oh, it wasn't. Yeah, and we didn't realize it till like forty five minutes later after we were done with the episode, and I remember we gave each other a high five and we're like, great. And then you did the playback, and you're like, it wasn't on. They're like, okay. So, everything's working. So far. New equipment. New yeah. new podcast. Well, technically, like we decided together that this was going to be a reboot of the podcast. I think we, we always wanted to like do it. It's just that we never had enough time because of our careers, life, family, everything. So, and I think when we would start doing it and start planning in the past, mm -hmm. we kind of just like, well, what do yeah. you want to do? And it kind of just, we kind of avoided it, you yeah. could say? Well, avoided it or uh, procrastinated. Again, it procrastinated. Yeah. Didn't have time. That's the truth. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the underlying theme of this podcast is going to be going forward. It's, you know, you're being a parent and you're trying to be a parent and have a career. And there's just no time. Yeah. So, yeah, spoiler alert. You totally segued into it. So I think we've decided that the, the that one couple's podcast is really going to be about parenting and life and balancing career and work-life balance. I don't know why I cringe when I say that. Work-life balance. You just cringe over all the the buzzwords. Yes. That the tech industry uses. Or just, it, it just the professional world, I guess. Well, what else would you call it if it's not work-life balance? The balance of life and work? I like that better. <laughs> it sounds more epic, like an epic journey. <laughs> it's, a, it's a movie title. There you go. Is that the title for this first episode? What is it? That one couple's podcast. The balance of life and work. <laughs> sure. Let's do it. And there it is. <laughs> but, you know, 
when was the last time we did a podcast? Years, 2019? Okay. Yeah, so then we were just, I think it was the other, was it the other day? I think we were just like talking about it, like over breakfast, or trying to get our, our daughter Nova out of the door, but we were just like throwing ideas like to each other, and we were, we both agreed like being a parent is hard, and majority of the time we feel like a failure, and I thought it would be great to like share our story, share other um, people's stories that are in the creative industry and like hear, you know, have them share and like gush about their kiddos and their little human beings, but also not just hearing their stories, but learning from them and each other. And I think that would provide everyone with a sense of support and not being so alone because being a parent can sometimes feel lonely. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how to respond because, you know, I, I don't feel lonely as being a parent because I see a lot of other parents. Mm-hmm. But maybe it's just me replacing loneliness with work. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because how I've grown up, I've been mainly a loner growing up. Mm-hmm. And what kept me sane was just being engulfed in learning all things tech, all things web design. New tool comes out, a new piece of code, a new way of doing something. I'm like, ooh, that's that's cool. That distracts me. And it's distracted me for most of my life and got me to where I am. So it's positive. Do you do you, so do you replace work and being busy as a way to cope with things? Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. But then I get too busy. And then there are times when I'm like, I need to get off. I, I I need to get off my phone. I need to get off the laptop. I need to play. I need to play with Nova. Mm-hmm. And it's tough. Yeah. You know, you got to get your mind out of it. But then when I do, like today, we were playing Lego spaceships and pretending that the the bed was a different planet and the the blankets, we made them made them caves and I would use my cell phone flashlight because we we're looking for another toy and it was a toy bear. And so we were looking for that bear in the caves. It's a rescue mission. It was, it was fun. And when those moments happen, I'm like, yeah, I hope this is a core memory. So, yeah. I mean, I'm able to get out of it. It's it's that it's that self awareness, right? Yeah, that's always that's always the hard part is that self awareness and catching yourself, especially because you start going reverting back to like habits. Yeah, or your coping mechanism. Yes. So, uh, for me though, I I I feel like it's a little bit lonely because if you if y'all don't know, Nova is on the spectrum, and it's it's pretty cool seeing the world through her eyes, man. Yeah, it's different. Right. And it puts a lot of things into perspective. But having a kiddo that's neurodiverse, it can get a little bit lonely from my perspective. Hmm. And sometimes like when she does things, she means well, but like other people don't understand immediately. Hmm. Or like as from my perspective, when I'm parenting, you know, things happen. Of course, they don't go as planned, like with every other every kiddo. But it's just I don't know. It's just a little bit different. Yeah. 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 It's a little bit different. But I'm having these thoughts right now of what if this file isn't saved or something goes wrong with the hardware or software? Because this is our 
we're getting really good into this episode number one don't jinx it so let me let's let's pause for a second and save the file and then we'll be back okay are we back i think we're back well, yeah. I don't blame you because we're, what what program are we using right now? Adobe Audition. Yeah, that Adobe fucking quits like randomly on you. And then you get that prompt that it's like, do you want to report? And you're like, <laughs> does that report go anywhere? I don't know. But like, does anyone read it too? Yeah. So like, I, I, I know some of my friends, they leave a message just, I think, as a way to <laughs> get it out of their body. <laughs> it's like, you suck. Send. <laughs> Like, yeah, I, I, I hit it where it hurts, you know? Exactly. <laughs> that that robot is going to get an earful from me. <laughs> what if someone in chat GPT'd a complaint? <laughs> it, it probably happened already. You have a robot talking to another robot. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let, let's, get, let's get back on track. What does our outline say? Ah, yes, our story. Not scripted. At all. More planned. Okay, there you go. Organically planned. I think we've already started to talk about our story, how Nova is on the spectrum. Um, But, oh, let's go to the beginning. That's what it says on our notes. Okay. Like, we thought we had it figured out, and we said, okay, we're ready for a kid. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we've done all the planning. We, We actually went to our doctor first, and we're like, okay, we're planning to have a family, and... She was surprised. She's like, oh, wow. Okay. Remember, she was surprised and she was like, proud of us. I don't remember that. I like it when a doctor is proud of you. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) More like, oh, finally, you guys are like damn old. Jess is like already hitting um, geriatric pregnancy. No, No. I was I was like 29. (laughs) I didn't get that vibe. Well, geriatric pregnancy is like anything after 35, I think. So I'm I'm like old. 29 is not old. <laughs> no, like now, like I'm oh, yeah. 37. Am I 37? I don't remember, but I'm like old. Okay, you're old. Ancient. Okay. <laughs> you're not. Anyways. But, but. but pregnancy was fun. I loved being pregnant. I, I had great skin, great hair. I was like thriving, and then but then I got gestational diabetes, <laughs> so I was on a very strict diet. Um, but I did lose weight when I was pregnant. My doctor would get mad at me for losing weight. Um, but like, what do you want me to do? I can't eat sugar, so I was eating sugar-free pudding, a lot of protein shakes, all that good stuff. So, yeah, I I loved it. All right, so. Um, yeah, pregnancy was fun. And then I remember we're just like super excited after we took a walk and wait, what took a walk when? Um uh, the day when the afternoon before we went to the hospital. Before your water broke. Oh, it was the day before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it was the morning. The yeah. morning, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean it was fun. I we still have a photo of you and I you just going, Yay, with your hands up at the hospital, like everything's gonna be fine. And after that, it wasn't. <laughs> I'll just let you guys know that this is probably going to be a difficult conversation for me because I don't personally like reliving the first year of when our daughter was born. Not because of her, but because I had gone through postpartum depression. I remember I love our daughter. love her very much. 
But I remember when everyone was like, oh, when your baby's born and you, the first time you see her, you're going to love her. And I was, I remember they gave her to me. I cried. And then I looked at her and I just was scared. There was no love. Hmm. And I remember this is, this is actually the, now that I'm thinking about it, this is actually the first time I actually felt mom guilt. Because it was like, I'm not feeling this love. Am I a bad mom? Wow. So right after. Yeah. Even the skin to skin part. I liked that one. That one was really nice. But then after that, and then, you know, like, it's like real life is kicking in. Yeah. You know, that that's when I was like, oh, it's this little human that just came out of me. Okay. And like, I was in labor for how long, Nelson? I don't even remember. 23 hours and like 37 minutes. Yeah. Something like that. So it was a tough um, uh, labor. So... I was already exhausted, and I remember that. I, now that I'm thinking about it, yeah, that was my first time I felt mom guilt. I didn't know that. I didn't, yeah, I'm just thinking. Th- thinking I, I just remember that you and I had a common thought of, yeah, we're some, you usually see stories or hear stories about, oh, right after the baby's born, you just feel this immense love. And I think it's com- it's, it's, Comment between us that it wasn't like that. It was, who I'd, are you? And who? And now I have to keep you alive. And yeah, you know, it, it was just overwhelming. I think at that moment, um, it was very different than what other people have described their experiences. So then I felt like I don't know about you, but I felt like something was wrong with me. I've probably felt that, but you went to work. My my head went into work mode. Like, okay, what are the things I need to do yeah. to keep this thing alive? It was a thing. It was a It was like this thing Like to a me. biscuit, like a loaf of bread wrapped okay, in a yeah, blanket yeah. with a beanie. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I just... Describing our daughter like that right now. It, but, those are your words. It, I didn't say it. <laughs> She's a lovely loaf of bread. But... Over time, we grew. It grew into like something that's like you now today. You stare at her and you just want to cry because you yeah. love her so much. Yes, absolutely. Yes, but it was over time. It wasn't that instant. Yeah, that people were describing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even yeah. with the skin to skin, I'm just like more of how do I make sure that these two women in my life are taken care of. What do I need to do? Mm-hmm. That's which what's always going in my head that whole time. Yeah, and that's why over time it became a deep new love that I've never understood, and now cherish. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And then like you know when she's gone, you're like I miss her. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay, so here's our first call to action. Like I don't, I don't know. We're gonna put comments on our website or like. I don't know. Call in now. I don't know how people are going to respond, but like, has anyone else not felt that instant connection with your newborn child? Yeah. There, I feel kind of alone. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. I've never asked that question out loud until mm. now. Mm. And it doesn't make you um, a bad parent at all. You know, like everyone experiences things differently and at different times and like, just be, but that's how I felt at the moment, right? Yeah. Of like, um, I'm a bad parent because I don't 
of this human being that I just popped out of my body like yeah. an hour, two hours ago, right? Yeah. So like it was, it's something like that. But yeah, like has anyone else felt yeah. that? Yeah. And it's okay to feel that way. But what was it? I think three days after I gave birth, I went back to work. Because mm-hmm. at the time, I was running a branding agency with uh, my old business partner. And I remember a design had to get reviewed. And I was breastfeeding. And I had Nova as an infant on like the breastfeeding pillow. Mm-hmm. And I, was, I had my laptop. And I was breastfeeding and reviewing work at the same time. And yeah. and I at the time I'm like oh my god I'm like a boss like I'm a power mom like I'm doing it all, and then next thing you know it I'm like oh my god why am I crying like why am I so freaking sad that I you know I'm I'm I'm, I'm exhausted at the same time and well, of course right and so it was one of the things I actually regret is going back to work so quickly after giving birth because I never really had time to really absorb what was happening hmm. and be present which i think was the issue even before i we had a kid it's like i was always same with you on the grind yeah right so i think i should that was like one of the things because then i wasn't able to enjoy those little moments of having a little loaf of bread wrapped in a blanket with a beanie <laughs> in, <laughs> in my arms yeah. you know because i was always the, the, it, my mind was in two places i was okay i had a breastfeed She's on a schedule. She pooped. She peed. And then what is happening at work? Yeah. And then you were just trying to work and then, like you said, take care of the yeah. both of us and make sure the house was running. Yeah. Being the support role. I've always thought of myself. I think of it like, you know, a role-playing game. The know? type of role-playing. You know, like what? like you're the tank and I'm the <laughs> support oh, role. video games. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> What that did you think? Weird. That was weird. I don't know. That was, that was weird. I, you, you, really? I'm sipping my lemon ginger tea. And not trying not to make it awkward anymore. Deflect. What's over there? <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, I've always, you know, like, how, how do I support? How do I support? You know, what do you need? Um, but then I, you got times when, you know, things got really hard emotionally physically we're both drained no sleep and trying to figure stuff out on our own like no we weren't by ourselves we had the support of our family which i'm internally grateful for you know like they helped us out and all that stuff so we couldn't have done it without them but for sure it was still hard yeah especially like for me i was going through postpartum depression i went through it for like the whole year that nova was born the first year nova was born and I really felt bad for you because you were trying to hold down the fort for both of us. And I felt bad for you because I felt like I couldn't do anything to help you. And when I have that frustration, when I had those frustrations, and I think this really didn't really help with your postpartum depression, I would always come up with solutions like, well, why don't you do this? Why don't you do this? Why don't you do this? And that's how I learned how to listen more than speak. But and telling a woman what to do. <laughs> yep, there it is. And when you told me, like, stop telling me what to do, 
Just listen. Just listen. I really had to step back and realize I don't know what the hell's going on. And I just have to trust that she's going to figure it out. I know. I mean well. Yeah, you did. As a husband and a new father. Yeah. I, I'm doing everything I can and I don't want to see you cry. I don't want to see you hurt. I want to fix it right away. Being a guy, it's usually guys, we want to fix something immediately. We're, you know, we're that type that wants to fix or just, oh, just dust it off if you get hurt. Something like that. Mm. But stepping back and realizing I just have to say, I just have to be that real support role of it'll be okay. I'll help you. Let me know what you need. Besides that, step back and trust that you will figure it out. And that was a long year. That was a long year. And that was a huge learning experience for both of us. I think I didn't go to therapy until probably like, let me count the let me count i had to count i think it was like a year and a half after nova was born because my pride wouldn't let me seek help whoa yeah because i didn't go to therapy till after she was one so yeah that the no one should do that no one should feel like they're alone in that sense because their postpartum depression is a bitch that no one should go through um, any even depression in general. I yeah. So what ended up happening is I had postpartum depression for a whole year, and then I had um, depression and anxiety for the second year, the first year after she was born. So like when she was one, I was dealing with all of that. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. And and I was also trying to freelance. Yeah. That was I think that was the hardest part too, but I remember that first year with Nova. I remember we would get into arguments of like, oh, you have it easier than me. Yeah. And vice versa. I remember that. And then we realized and understood each other that, oh, we're both having a hard time. like In two different ways. In two different ways. But it's this, and I've learned this through a lot of coaching and like just being with really intelligent people around me that when you're feeling, when you're having a hard time, your struggle is maybe different than like the person next to you's struggle. They're both different, but they actually feel the same in mm. that sense. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so that's when that that notion of or like the, I, that that compassion comes in, right? Mm-hmm. So it, you have to understand that while someone may be struggling, but it's a different type of struggle, and you're struggling in one thing, what you're feeling is equally the same. Yeah. I mean. You, you go to, we, we, where are we at now? Like bringing Nova to school. Like I see parents whenever walking her to school or picking her up where it's like, yeah, there's, looks like every parent there has it all figured out (laughs) and everyone's all happy picking up their kid. (laughs) But you know, internally in every parent's mind, they're scared shitless. (laughs) Yeah, I, my dad gave me the best advice when Nova was a baby. I asked him, does it get easier? And he scoffed in my face. And he's like, it gets harder. What are you talking about? And he's right. Yeah. He's right. 
it yeah it doesn't get easier why do we do this <laughs> why do we do this as humans biology <laughs> it'll, uh, it'll bring it back all the way to the beginning of this we thought we had it figured out yeah <laughs> at the beginning we're like we're ready for a kid yeah no one's ready for a kid no one but i think the reason what the reason you know going through our 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 experience so far i think the reason why we were able to not survive but but go through it and learn from it is that we were able to surround ourselves with a lot of people families friends other parents that understood us mm-hmm. and 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 supported us and you always had that, that that buddy that you know you can come to and just talk about like i'm having a hard time today with my kid and they would be like oh yeah totally you, you know it's normal like yeah. i'm having a hard time too like someone you could relate with it was really helpful and also therapy i think everyone needs to go to therapy yeah i think therapy is amazing yeah especially if you could find the that therapist that you can click with yeah and feel comfortable with like please <laughs> 10 out of 10 recommend yeah i mean uh, on the on the topic of like you're not alone it's nice to bring nova to her autism therapy sessions yeah because you definitely know we definitely know that she's not alone because you see these other autistic kids and their parents and it's like i get you you know, and yeah. y- your kid is just being a kid in a different way, but it's a beautiful way. Mm-hmm. They see, they probably see things that we don't notice. Yeah. You know, and we should probably see through their eyes as well to to enjoy life in a new way. That's like almost like a different episode that we need to talk about. Ideas are coming. Okay. Write notes before I forget because I probably will forget because I have a mind of a mom. Yeah. It's oh, like, no, a mind of a goldfish. Oh, okay. We'll write it down. The thought of my head, I guess, for next episode, um, uh, the Studio Ghibli, um, you know, how he sees the world, he sees so many small details that regular humans just pass by. Oh, but kids catch. Yeah. Adults don't see things kids can, that kids can see. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We can talk about that for sure next yeah. time. All right. We'll write it down. But... So, hey, if uh, you're a parent and you're working in the graphic design or web development industry, we'd love to have you on as a guest and speak about your stories of struggles and accomplishments mm-hmm. in your in your family, in your life, and how you do this, this quest for balance of life and work. Or did I get that backwards? You've been watching too much Star Wars that you're starting to talk backwards like Yoda. I don't blame you. It's okay. I was having dreams of lightsaber fights like a couple nights ago. Backwards would be the way you don't like it, which is work-life balance. (laughs) (laughs) And we've made it full circle. Bam. Bam. Cringe. There it is. So yeah, let us know. My Twitter DMs are open. My LinkedIn messages are open. Just message me we'll put you on the list but yeah we'd love to hear your stories and i love hearing stories about little humans because they're just amazing and they're you know we agreed nelson and i that when nova was born like every baby that's like every infant is 
what did we say? They they already know the secret to the universe. They just can't talk and tell us. Yeah. And then as they get as they get older and grow up and be an adult, like they lose that that insight, and then we just become these adults. <laughs> <laughs> It's like it's like when Nova has like when she's so flexible and I was yeah. like, ah, oh, your body is like brand new. It's like enjoy it, child, before life breaks you down. <laughs> I remember she'd be uh, I remember when she was learning numbers and letters out of nowhere. She would just start reciting random letters and random numbers. And I'm like. <laughs> Right. I should be recording this. This is probably like the code that unlocks the meaning of life. It's kind of like Starbuck from Battlestar Galactica. She's like, <laughs> like, what do these this code? What does this code mean? And then next thing you know, it's a song, and then the song points to Earth or something. What song was it? It was a rock song, it was wasn't it? All along the Watchtower. Yeah. Yeah, it just happened to be that song. If that's me, then what am I? <laughs> Such a beautiful quote from Bo-Katan. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you all so much for listening to this first reboot episode of That One Couple's Podcast. I love how your stream streamer voice comes in. Like, it's so cool to hear the different inflections like oh it's streamer now it's pixel geek coming out okay oh god i have i've been doing this for a while you have and i, I admire it very much so okay. so thank you everybody for listening i'm really looking forward to where this podcast takes us and what we could learn from each other yeah well see you all thank you all for listening That One Couples Podcast is a Pixel Geek LLC production and is hosted by Jessica Cruz-Avalos and Nelson Avalos Jr. Edited by me, Nelson Avalos Jr. Please rate and subscribe to our show wherever you get your podcasts. And as always, thanks for making the web beautiful together.